my praises make any not because my praises mean anything make him great or make him greater but because it makes me understand his worthiness in my life the lessons that i have learned through our friday bible teachings and brother vivek's reflections and the praying in tongues have not only increased my love and faith but taught me how to choose god's way in faith instead of my own way god's way does not always show us as righteous to the world but humbles us before our god and that humbleness fills us with god's peace i have three recent miracles that i would like to share it's maybe a bit long but it's for the glory of god so today's miracle my optometrist was concerned as he felt that all my eye tests showed that i have glaucoma he said it's early stages but if i neglected it i would turn blind he had the same concern last year but i brushed it off so this year he insisted that i get the advice of a specialist as i could not go as it could go very bad quickly so before my appointment this morning i covered myself and all the equipment the person doing the test the specialist the reports with the precious blood of jesus and i asked god to take care of the situation and only because of my increased love and faith and trust in god as i mentioned before because of my involvement in this prayer group i also asked god to do with me as he willed i accepted whatever the outcome of the situation if it was his holy will because i know whatever the outcome god would see me through it but i do not I, but i told god i do not want to put any chemicals or have surgery on this perfect eye that he create eyes that he created for me so after the, i got i did a few tests quite a few tests and when the specialist gave me the results he said all your reports are clear your eyes praise god all your eyes seem perfect you have no signs of glaucoma i started praising and thanking god in front of him i even said to him i prayed i prayed before coming and my god is so good to me so even after those uh, results the specialist knowing that my optometrist uh, my optometrist is very thorough man he did more tests on my eyes we took pictures of the optic nerve in case he could identify a reason my optometrist was uh, concerned he even did a pressure test another pressure test is the second one a different time kind as glaucoma is due to high pressure in the eye but yeah. he could he found my pressure was low not anywhere close to high which would have been a concern to him so god's will is always perfect in our lives we only need to trust that his will is perfect and not our not what we, we should ask for his will and not our heart's desires another miracle happened two days ago at work a, a student placement or placement student was scanning some client documents and one of the sheets of paper disappeared into the machine in the photocopier she and a colleague couldn't find the sheet of paper i happened to go to the machine to get my print out and came to know of the issue my colleague left her as she couldn't help her but i had a similar incident in my life many years ago i was photocopying the mass hymn sheets before mass 
and it got stuck and it was a much older machine and I could not find it. So I knelt down and prayed to God to come to my help. No one would have any hymns for that weekend masses. But I couldn't, if I couldn't find the sheet. Anyway, after I prayed, I got back again. I started checking the machine again and I found a tiny corner of the paper stuck in an area completely covered and impossible to get out. So I held onto that tiny piece of paper and praying the rosary, I gently pulled it out. And I'm still today in awe of how the whole sheet of paper came out without a tear. I, could not, I couldn't believe. So anyway, I managed to get the photocopy done just in time before mass. So I knew God could help us even today, even that day. So I, I shared the incident with this young girl. And I said, God will help us find that paper. That is impossible for God. So I kept checking the machine, whatever parts I could. At least 20 times, we went to the same path because it was, it was showing an error message in that area. And then finally, we found the piece of paper, but it was jammed in such a way that we couldn't see the middle part of the paper. So we tried everything. It was impossible to remove it without tearing. And I said, started praying. I said, God, show this young girl how you work miracles. Show her your power. Show her your strength. And this girl, young girl tells me, if this paper doesn't come out soon, we will have to start praying. And I said, I've already started. It will come out soon. And at that very moment, the Holy Spirit led me to another knob that I didn't notice before. And he asked me to push, turn the knob. And I kept turning the knob and I, the paper moved, which was great. So it kept moving and moving. And, um, and then she said, the paper's getting jammed. And, I, and the Holy Spirit said, no, just keep doing it. And I kept doing it, doing it till we got one other end of the paper. And using that end, we managed to get that whole paper out without a tear. And, I, and as soon as we did that, I started thanking and praising God in front of us. I said, thank you, Lord Jesus, thank you. I said, and I told her um, that our ways don't always work perfectly. But when we ask God for help, nothing's impossible. You cannot do anything without God's help. And I pray that this Bible lesson that she learned at work, she never forgets that nothing's impossible for God. And there's a third testament that happened a, a couple of, so yesterday it happened actually. Uh, one of my clients, um, another uh, a client at work, who all once told me that, uh, no, last month actually, she told me that I want what you have. You're always so positive, always so happy, so encouraging. I have so much troubles in my life. I told her, it does not mean I don't have troubles, but I have a God who is so amazing. He helps me to each of them, so I don't have to worry and I'm at peace all the time. So she said, I need that peace. I told her about, the, about reading the Bible. She said, I'm not into reading spiritual stuff. I don't believe or know anything about God. I prayed for her that night, but I also wanted her to learn more about our wonderful God. Um, and, I, and I was hoping that she would start reading the Bible. So I kept the Bible aside for her. But last week, uh, I happened to go, go to a religious book stall and the Holy Spirit led me to a book and said, give this to the lady. And it said, international, uh, New International Bible with daily reflections for women. So anyway, I, there are many sections in it and I didn't have time to read it. I just packed it and kept it at work so that I didn't forget to get, uh, give it to her. And she happened to come yesterday morning. So I gave her the book in the morning and in the evening, I got a call from her. 
And what she's told me gives all glory and thanks and praise to God and his Holy Spirit who guided me to give her that book. She said, I am not sure from where you found this book, but it's, it's so perfect for me. I can relate to it. I have never been into reading such books, but I can't seem to keep it down. I cannot thank you enough for getting this book for me. I'm already feeling so much better. So the word of God can actually fill us with so much peace, even if our lives are filled with worries. Before joining the Brisbane prayer group, I thought I had enough faith and love for God that I needed to have. But after joining the prayer group and learning more and more about God and his promises through his word, I realized how little faith and love I have for my omnipotent God. Now I am so filled with the love of God and with that love comes faith and trust and belief. I realize that I'm now dead to the flesh and to all things of this world. I've become more alive in God, in the spirit, to Christ Jesus and to the Holy Spirit that lives in me. So I pray God's abundance, abundant grace and blessings on the ministry of the Brisbane Prayer Group, on all our group leaders who work tirelessly for the service of God and their families, I pray for their families too and all the members of our prayer group and our families, as yes. we all work together as one family for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lynette. Thank you for that wonderful testimony. Thank you for standing up for the Lord and also bring more souls for Christ because yes. that's the ministry that we all have. Remember one thing? Yes. Wherever, whichever ministry we are, whether you're a preacher, healer, or whatever you do, a musician, or you know, praise and worship leader, if you do not bring souls for Christ, then if you do not bring Christ to somebody else's life, then that life is that life of laziness. And that's what we're going to learn today. A static life is not, it's a very dangerous life because you are all about yourself. And that's why it's so dangerous to be that kind of Christian. So let's always remember to bring the joy of Christ to somebody's life. Maybe this teaching or wherever the Bible is being preached, you know, allow somebody else to come there. So someone's life will change. Thanks for that testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God bless. Praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Yes, Newton. How are you? Praise the Lord. Yeah, all fine. Brother, I want to share with you today something different happened in my life for the first time. Tell me. After so many years, as I was being told by my brothers and many brothers and the religious brothers and sisters, you have to keep reciting the word of God on the rosary beads. There are 50 beads on the rosary. You have to keep reciting the word, as I told last time. But I was always neglecting it. I used to get, whenever I used to go to read it, I used to get angry. I used to feel boring. I used to avoid by making a plan to go out to the market. I used to get disturbed. I used to feel uneasy. And I used to feel very irritable to do it. But some days before, the Lord had changed my body and such in such a beautiful way today. One week past, brother, when I read the word of God, I feel good. I feel happy. I feel joyful. I feel I'm eating something sweet. And I'm just eating something sweet. I feel restless if I don't read the word. I feel strong and energetic. And even 
34 i used to spend my time talking with my friends but i have realized today this body is calling me to say the word of god and avoid talking to friends more time if i meet my friends i should spend more time talking to them but i it is the the holy spirit is balancing me to be with my family to be with the word and to be with my friends but the holy spirit takes me more to read the word of god and i spend more time on reciting the word of god on the rosary beads as much i can read the word i read the word and after that i saw so many things happening in the house as my son went to sleep at 2 o'clock in the night yesterday we had a prayer service till 1 o'clock in the night and in the morning i thought he will not go to school but i was surprised he got up in the morning he brushed his teeth went to school came from school attended his tuitions where i have seen first time a change in him and the holy spirit told me it is because you read the word but brother how this change came in me as i read in romans 12:2 chapter verse chapter 12 verse 2 it says i do not conform to this world but i am transformed by renewing my mind my mind is renewed by the word of god and the second brother is that i had a very i had a swelling on my leg and the swelling started coming from down it just reached near my knees and the very moment i was worried how the swelling came on my leg so quickly it was so quick and and i said i'll go to the doctor i told my wife to call a doctor it was about 10 o'clock in the night the doctor said i'm there till 10:30 you come somehow some work came across and i couldn't go i was crossed by 10:30 suddenly i said if i couldn't go to the doctor it is the lord who is working in me so the stop has come to the doctor i just went and i sat and i thought holy spirit of jesus if i have done anything wrong if i have hurted anyone if i had said anything to anyone down the line i grant i ask forgiveness in the name of jesus let this swelling go out because sick him unforgiveness or hatred bring sickness in us and the holy spirit told me that you had i had ordered dal from the restaurant and i had it filling stomach had it so much that it caused acidity in my body and the swelling in my leg the holy spirit said it is because of that that very moment i said oh my jesus i command this swelling right now to move out of my leg in the name of jesus and brother i was so surprised to see instantly the swelling went and I, my legs were totally normal where i just couldn't believe i just said lord i thank you for this healing but a very important thing is healing is common but the very important thing is the word of god which is manifesting in my life today as you see healing is healing is very common but the word of god that i recite bring healing in the swelling of my legs and i praise and thank god for this healing and today the changes in my son and the body language of mine the holy spirit working and speaking to me and calling me come to see a prayer come to say and the third one brother i want to tell is and i was traveling with my car to one of my sister-in-law's place there was a birthday party on the highway i was traveling and i i my happened to dash another car just such a touch for another car and the car got scratched 
and that for people the, the person in the class is arguing with me very harshly he said i want 5000 rupees you have dashed my car and my wife was saying hallelujah hallelujah and i was just whispering jesus jesus i told him i can give you 1000 rupees that work is not much he said no i want 5000 and he was not listening to me at all and so uh, somehow I, my license was there i told him take my license and go he took my license and went because i gave my license because my license was old i had a, i was going to get a new license it was expired also expiry means it was just there for one two days but after he went i came home and i saw the car which i was driving brother had not a single scratch on it but when i touched that car that car got scratched but the car which i was driving had not a dot of a scratch on that car and i didn't pay him any money I, the Lord saved me from paying. I told him the scratch is just costing a putri and five hundred rupees, but the Lord had different plan for me. So I praise and thank Jesus for this, all the blessings that He is giving and involved in my life. I thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Lord, brother Vivek. The, the word of God that is transforming my life, and I keep. I spend more time with the word. Thank you, Father. Thank I you. hope you're praying for all of us, huh? Newton. Every morning yeah, when you get yeah. up, the first thing, lift up the Brisbane yeah. Prayer Group. Lift up yeah, everyone, yeah. all in all who are leading different groups, wherever in the world, you know, all the preachers, yeah. whichever part of the world, the pastors, and all the people of this prayer group, the priests, the the church leaders, everyone, you know, and lift up the, you know, put the precious blood of Jesus upon everyone. Brother, even I pray for you know Melba, brother from Jaisa, my cousin. Yeah, yeah. Her father died, but he was the man who used to take me and give the word of God. I pray for his soul also. I said, Lord, I thank you for all these people whom you brought in my life, who have brought me to the word. I pray for each and every person who have involved in my life, whom the Lord has appointed. All the prayer groups over the world, wherever they are, all the religious brothers and sisters preaching the word also, brother. The first morning, I take the blood of Jesus upon my family and upon the whole world, and Praise then I proceed with the word of God. But I, brother, I'm very happy today to know that Jesus is so much in me. The moment I start praying in the morning, I be in tears, brother, because the presence of the Lord is so much strong. And today morning, I could feel the have the Father, Jesus, and Holy Spirit just beside me. Amen. I could you feel Mother Mary just standing by me and telling me, "Yes, we are here." Amen. I could see Praise the army God. of God just beside me. Yes, brother, I could feel today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is uh, coming more and more in me. He has a big plan for me. I think I don't know, but I could feel so much the presence of God. I could just see Jesus and the Heavenly Father, Mother Mary, Holy Spirit, telling, "Yeah, we are with you. Don't worry. We are with you. We are here right now." I praise and thank God for this. Yes. Thank and you, Lord. Praise God. Yeah. I feel that whatever today the worldly things, I was so attracted to. But the word of God has brought the joy of the Lord is so much that the world cannot give. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for Newton. God bless your ministry, Newton. Bring Christ to everyone's life. Okay. Yes. Remember that. Do not keep Jesus with you. Give it and share him with others. Okay. Yes. Okay. And remember to make the prayers strong prayers of faith because remember your prayer will always be an answered prayer because you understand God's word. That is what yes. we need. Just the truth because the truth will set us free. Amen. If anyone is sick and asks you to pray, just make a prayer. You they'll get healed instantly. For everyone on this prayer group, in fact, 
you do not need to come to brother vivek or brother russell and say you know pray for me pray for me you have to do this just make present faith and see how things change so praise god thank you newton thanks for the testimony thank you thank you Brother Vivek, this is Ernie. I just like to thank um the Lord for the everyday word that keep we keep hearing the um Romans uh ten ten the ten seventeen uh, by uh, hearing the word of God um all the time and keeping the faith alive and as we say like sometimes when you can't sleep at night even the early hours hours in the morning. I yes. I sometimes recite some um you know anything that comes to my mind um but uh I I believe that the holy spirit tries um tries to put in there it could be anything I can't so sort of like really think but then it just comes so I just say it the hail marys and I just keep saying over and over again to all of course to the people who cannot pray or people who don't don't know god and and then it just brings all these memories of what um Russell teaches us and all that and, and and all that and um and all the people who don't believe in God how we live in in peace with them and and how he keeps everyone even the the Christians non-Christians and his enemies he keeps his, his love is so great his great his grace um overlooks all types of um bias and prejudice and stuff like that he keeps feeding us every day he brings down the rain and he just you know he gives us good rain all the time to fill up our dams and um gives water to the earth and lets all our food grow yes he just keeps on supplying this in abundance so it's good to um the holy spirit keeps our feeding maybe with all kinds of stuff and I'm starting to you know uh you sometimes you don't know why why you can't sleep and stuff like that like you haven't been i haven't been so like really worried about things but sometimes you just find it hard then you sometimes wonder why you're not sleeping so you just take that off your mind and start praying pray about anything about the the uh holy spirit and is when you start praying it's uh, i believe that the holy spirit is activated to the to to the name of uh, yes, Jesus yes. and stuff like that and it just goes all it just transcends all my answered prayers throughout the uh day and I'm, I all of a sudden my spirits and that start to get relaxed and much more alive and um uh much more cheery and gives joy instead of um uh being tired and that it makes a difference because usually in the past I've been doing that um just thinking about the problems and somehow you don't uh haven't been uh, kind of uh, active enough to sort of recognize you know when you're into your thinking all sorts of thoughts and other other than you know praying and stuff like that so the power of prayer activates the holy spirit to and it's good to make or be that kind of um participant with all the people all over the world as the lord 
our God joins pray, uh, my prayers with them. And he just goes yes. to all those people, you know, all the dark corners of the earth and stuff like that, the places where we uh, don't go to. He just reaches them. And the word of God is, you know, really alive and active. So it's very, um, gives you all sorts of dimensions and stuff as I grow in the word and listening to all the testimonies and how he works with all different types of the, these individuals that are on this prayer group. It, it's amazing. So it gives me an idea sometimes what to do in their similar situations and stuff like that. So he keeps working in the, but being praying all the time, I believe that he's, he's already answered all the prayers and I don't have to, well, so far I face a lot of adversities and that gave me, gives me so much peace. And I just look forward all the time to um, the Brisbane yes, yes. prayer group in my, uh, even uh, in during my time, during the days and stuff like that, even when I go out, it could be that the, sometimes uh, even shopping and, and, and anything that doesn't have the, the um, prayer to God, I still have these, uh, I say to myself, all these uh, word of the word of God that we have, I confess boldly, because it's, it's sort of like now, it's become sort of like a natural part of my uh, everyday uh, life. And, you know, it doesn't have to be going to church. It's just, you can be going anywhere and just say that it just seems to be clearing up everything, yes. all the angels and destiny helpers are also like doing their work and stuff like that. It is so easy and you get it from the great creator, our maker all the time and it's for free and it's supposed to be, you know, I'm so grateful that um, God's called me to um, to call us to yeah, witness his grace and abundance and the blood of Jesus all over us, the Brisbane prayer group, prayer group and the ones that we think of every time, we can just say, pray out to them and the Holy Spirit is activated and our God is ready to watch and perform his word to perform it on, you know, for the rest of our lives. And it's, I'm blessed to have that kind of um, anointing upon me from our faithful God. And I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. And I thank you, Brisbane prayer group, Father Vivek and everything, all the Russell and all the people in the Brisbane prayer group and everyone all over the world that uh, spread the good news of the gospel. Thank, thank you, you thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hello, brother. Yeah, Janet. Yeah, great. Thank you, Jesus. Last Friday, I was unable to talk that well. And today I could speak with confidence that, that I am completely healed. According to Isaiah 53.5, I have few incidents. I, I, I apologize, not incident. I have some opportunity to talk to people at work. And there was uh, one of my colleagues was saying that um, his mother-in-law and father-in-law are coming mm -hmm. to his house. And um, 
and um, there is always a fight in the house when they come as they travel that they couldn't um, have peace within themselves they have to book two different hotel rooms to sleep so i was very surprised um, his wife's parents are to that level they are separated so i send him the verse i said i'll send you the verse and i want him to keep repeating the word but man what god has put together no man shall separate according to mark um so um i wanted to thank the lord that um when i send a text to someone my mind is always i have the mind of christ so i'm always connecting something with god when i speak i'm talking about god when somebody sees me that they have smile in their face and when they ask they say that am i a christian you know these are the stamp that that is as if is a stamp that is placed in my forehead and i praise lord i also wanted to thank the lord that Uh, he's uh, we according to mark 16:15 go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature so i i am thirsting for it and this is amazing that the little things that i do that can't change into big things i also wanted to thank god for this um faithful group and their strong foundation that rooted in the word and their humility and humbleness and their faithful prayer dedication i would say it over and over that um this young group of people are from brisbane it's like they have some gift of prophetic and uh, god is blessing them and continue to bless them i also wanted to thank the lord for the great uh, music uh, ministry that really touches me personally and for the beautiful voice of um thank you lord praise you thank lord you, thank you thank you janet all glory to our lord jesus christ because he is the one who blesses us we are nothing is the holy spirit brisbane prayer group he does everything that's amen it. i admire your faith though every time i think of you if i have been in a prayer meeting without being awake i know it's around 4 o'clock in the morning there your time yes 4:20 yes and also another thing is yes god when the time got changed i was completely my my 4 o'clock became 3 o'clock so there are time that i missed and i was so disappointed but i praise the lord for this media this uh, opportunity that we can listen over and over 
Praise God. And I, I can't thank God enough for that. And um, as everybody knows, there's a new virus that uh, Om Omicron or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's uh, fearing many people, but um, I'm giving them the strength to talk to them, fear not. What, what can we do? You know, we yeah. do our best and then if if this is the time for us to go, then we are, that is what we all are earning for. And we, are, we want to be with Jesus. So we just have to be fear free. Yes, and nothing belongs to fear doesn't come from God. So exactly. give them 2, 2 Timothy 1.7. God has not given me Amen. a spirit of fear, but a power, love and sound mind. Power, love, sound mind. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. So that's what, and Thank the spirit you. of death is not the, the spirit that God has given you or anyone. It's a demonic spirit, okay? So some spirit yes. who comes and say, you want to die, you'll take you. There's a spirit of death. Okay. So that's why we have a scripture. Psalms 118, 17. I will not die. It is written. I will not die, but live and proclaim what the Lord has done for me. So let Amen. his favor be upon me. So my life is God's grace and his blessing on me. Let his plan be fulfilled in my life. So I always speak his word. I do not speak in alignment with the thoughts because the thoughts are not from God. Sometimes it's a demonic thought that comes. Okay, so we got to break it with the, with the with the word of God. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you for thank your you, service. Jesus. Thank you. God bless you for your for all this group and for there they are fulfilled with financially good health and wealth in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, sister. Anyone else would like to share? Even if the Lord has touched you, the Holy Spirit is talking to you. Share some experiences about the Holy Spirit and you. How wonderful is your interaction with the Holy Spirit? Brother Vivek, can I speak? I'm Cedric. Yes, Cedric. Hi. Uh, this Bible teaching on which touches so much. Telling you also, I'm having that. I just went to the supermarket. And uh, I picked up some milk and tetra pack. Usually, when I let me tell you, I picked up some centers so that I don't have a side place. Proper one. Okay. And I picked up two tetra packs, big, big packs. And I went, and the uh, merchandiser was a bit unhappy because I picked up from the, he said, Can't you pick from the side? Now, I'll tell you one thing if I was not in the word of God, if the spirit was not in me, I would have really got angry and given him some lecture or said what is this custom somehow i i asked him he said could not you pick up i, said, I kept quiet i took the two tetra back and i went to the vegetable section but something told me in the spirit of mine no go back do something right so what i did is i went back and i took two other tetra packs from his uh, trolley and put it in the center where the, i had picked up and i said don't worry. So that time he said, no, no, sir, it's okay. It's okay. I said, no. And this thing, what drive me to do was only the spirit. Otherwise, I would have never done. I would have said, forget it is his job. Somehow I felt, no, I should now learn to love others and also not blast on others or give any, just be good, kind. And I only feel that when you're kind, they will also become kind or they're. This is this has been now coming into me by hearing this 
through your Bible study and other groups. So praise the Lord. Thank you very much for this small little bit of my testimony. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you. you, Jesus. Thank you, Cedric, for that testimony. Thank you. Brother, this is Caroline here. Yeah, Caroline. I have a test. Yeah, uh, I have a testimony. In fact, a lot of testimonies. And uh, my life is really changing uh, with the presence of God in my life very closely. Uh, I'll be very honest with you, brother. I don't read the Bible uh, because I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't read the Bible. Something or the other comes up my way and I land up reading hardly one or two verses. But one thing that I dedicatedly do is I take Christ with me wherever I go. I just uh, offer everything to him, uh, whatever I do in this entire week. So my, my husband and my daughter traveled all the way to Mangalore and I was uh, alone with my son and also my work from home had started. So I was uh, managing basically with my mother's help. And uh, I have realized one thing that even when we just thank God, and ask him to take control of our lives at every minute that you know the entire thing changes and our life becomes a blessing on its own i realize that even without reading the bible i can see god working so closely and sometimes i feel if i would take him even closer in my life how much uh, could he work so uh, this week i lost my gold uh, gold earring in the toilet I mean, uh, sorry, in the bathroom when I was uh, bathing. And unfortunately, my drainage was open. So that, uh, so, you know, when I was taking bath, the earring fell down. And I was very upset because that was the earring my uh, parents gave me before marriage. And then I was uh, searching. I put my hand literally in the drainage, but I was not able to find the gold uh, earring. And then I called up my husband and I, and I told him that, you know, I think we, I have lost it. So he said, search properly in the house. And I searched the entire house. It was not there. And then I remembered that, you know, let's praise and thank God anyways. And uh, with the little faith that I have, I was not doing it very willingly. I praised, I thank God. I had dinner and I came and I just saw it was below my uh, wardrobe. So I realized that even if I was not thanking him so much, we still have a faithful God and he provided me with that. Uh, I mean, what I realized is, brother, that God's grace is so much. How much ever we thank him is not enough. And tomorrow I have a client meeting and I know that, you know, the money is already in my uh, pocket. And I thank God that he's always been faithful to us, even when we least expect it. So uh, thank you, brother, for this teaching that you keep giving. So in this entire one year, I have just learned two main things is have a vision, thank God for it and thank God irrespective, no matter what happens to you, even in trials and troubles. So these two things I have dedicatedly done from the time I have joined this uh, group and I can already see my life change. So, uh, so praise God and I thank you for everything uh, this prayer group has done to strengthen our faith. Carol, my only thing is, uh, I want you to spend time with God's word, okay? Do not say that I don't have time. Because I'll tell you one thing, Caroline. Uh, all these material things, you know, if you lose your health, you'll find it. If you lose something, you'll find it, okay? If you lose relationships, you'll find it. But one is the intimacy with Christ, okay? 
that yeah. can only come through god's word and i'll tell you one thing when you grow deeper the holy spirit is the one who lives inside okay our spirit he is building a temple kar raha okay now that yeah. temple cannot be built without scripture scripture is the foundation for building that temple imagine you have someone who loves you without any condition okay no human being on this planet earth can love you without any condition okay but that's unconditional love that's agape love yeah. now the agape love which someone wants to love you so much cannot happen when your spirit is not strong in god's word okay god's word is the food for your spirit are you getting me yeah 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 just just yeah. as we have food for our body and for the mind you have to read books and you know we study and do whatever the same way our spirit is fed with god's word okay prayer is a part of our life it's a communication between us and god you can only move the mountain through prayer but without reading god's word you're not allowing the spirit in you to get alive you know to get that very temple built up you know the holy spirit prays 24/7 okay in using using the scripture that we have now when you feed that scripture and you start you know like a cow how we choose the scripture when you take that scripture yeah. and allow it to come in not just from the i confess boldly which we have but just in anything lord what are you trying to teach me today from this scripture what is it that you're trying to teach me i take a notebook and try to write it down or just make notes on my bible and 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 try to meditate on that scripture I go on and on and let that scripture become a part of me caroline there'll be a time in your life when holy spirit mm-hmm. will give you that very scripture in a situation and you'll use it mm-hmm. for a situation so holy spirit can only use what you give him are you getting yeah. me so yeah. you cannot say i come to bible study every tue, every friday mm-hmm. so whatever i get there that is all i have so i'm saying is the relationship is not just on this earth we have a much greater life there behind us the eternal life okay so eternity is a very big you know thing that we look into that was our last teaching so unless and until you make time for the lord you are first everything comes second you come first then what money in your pocket will have all sorts of blessings first seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness and everything shall be added unto you so you know when i was praying the other day i was wondering what do i pray for should i pray for sales should i pray for this that then the holy spirit said pray for jesus because once i have jesus in my life i have everything you know we have that him we have everything when we have christ yes you know yes so yeah. you have everything when you have christ so christ is the word of god jesus is the living word okay so carol carol yes. and my only advice to you is to make time let him be first everything will fall in place remember what i'm saying okay yeah do yeah. not just read the bible because this is something that you need to do do it because you love the lord and you'll feel his presence i'm telling you Okay. I'll pray. I'll keep praying for you. Don't worry. Every day in my prayers, sure. I'll pray for you. Okay. And let sure. me know how you go. Can WhatsApp. Okay. Thank you, Captain. Sure. Sure, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. anyone else who would like to share what the lord is doing for you in your life how, what's the holy spirit doing to you has your prayer life changed because of the brisbane prayer group or you know just because you started to really realize that the word of god is touching you it is no more the same like a story book the word is really alive and active you can really stand for it then you testify that that word is really changing your life i i look more for a spiritual side testimony which is so powerful because that is what we need we need christ as a relationship
Anyone else would like to share? And give glory to God. Hello, Brother Vivek. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to share that uh, I can actually see the Lord working in my life by sending destiny helpers. One thing that has changed is I have started uh, dedicating my time for the morning and the night prayer. In fact, I was gifted this book uh, by a friend from Divine Pota by Father Augustine. He has written this book and I think it came to me at perf in the perfect time because I was struggling with a dedicated with, uh, you know, with uh, disciplining myself in regard to a morning prayer, night prayer. So this book is uh, healthy because it's got a lot of scripture, psalms. So that is one thing which has uh, kept me going. And also I can see uh, the word of God uh, getting active in my life. I can see, uh, you know, like, for example, sometimes we tend to be in our comfort zones, right? But I can see that the Lord pushing me to do his work. And I am just uh, amazed and in awe. And I just want to say thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. And uh, yes, thank you to uh, Brisbane Prayer Group. Thank you to you and your team. You all are really doing marvelous work with the power of the Holy Spirit. So I really feel blessed and privileged to be part of this group. All, all glory to our Lord all Jesus. All glory to God, yes. Because he's the one thank who you, does it. Okay? Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, anyone else before we start one last testimony, then we should start because there's a lot to cover today. Anyone feels truly blessed to be part of this Brisbane prayer group? I mean, the Holy Spirit prayer, Brisbane prayer group, really truly blessed. You could see such a wonderful change. Hallelujah, in your life. brother. Praise yes, God. hallelujah, brother. I feel blessed. And thank you. Thank you for all the prayers and the blessings. And thank you, Lord, for abundant life and the favor of the Lord upon me and my household. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everybody. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Anana. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hi, Vivek. This is Vanisha. Yeah, Vanisha. Hi. I'd like to tell you that, um, yes, I am privileged and I'm blessed. And this was an asking from God. Uh, it was like two, three years ago when, um, of course, I was busy with my career and you know what I do. And it's, it was a day and night. And um, with God coming in and out of our lives, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't give us time too much to get spiritual or too much into, and you're always into work. So there came a time, maybe two, three years ago, when suddenly I just sat up and just thought to myself that, you know, I'm done and uh, I would like to chill and I'd like to relax and I'd like to spend more time with the Lord and I'd like to be a, a level that is a little bit above what I already have. And I'd like to meet people from his kingdom and the right people in my life so that I can know more and learn more. Learning is always a process. And as I told you, um, now it was like, it's been like two years 
and a lot of changes have taken place in my professional life. And last year, I got a one-on-one -on -one with the Lord, as in a total one-on-one -on -one without, I thought I would go to Pota for a retreat and things like that, but that didn't happen. And um, I had COVID and I had a one-on-one -on -one with God for 17 days. That was, uh, that was the start of it. Then I met people from his kingdom. A lot of random people from all over the world came, you know, meeting me or somebody recommended me or, you know, why don't you meet her or because of a job or because of something. And they happen to be people of the kingdom of God. And this year in August, of course, I connected with Brisbane Prayer Group. And I was happy to connect with you, though we were on Facebook for a really long time. But I was, but I'm very honored and very committed to this group right now. And I was seeking a good group where I could, you know, be diligent and have somebody who would guide me. And also I could learn a lot on prayer. And this group has helped me a lot. And I know step by step, things are working and I'm getting closer, though I may not be 100%. But I'm grateful to God that I'm with this group. Praise God. All glory to God, uh, Vanisha. Yes, yes. Up. All glory to God, but, uh, you, but, I'm, uh, but I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much for that testimony. I'm so happy Thanks. that you stood up to testify for the Lord. Yeah. Yes. Okay, anyone else? Or we can start. Yeah, Savio, let's start, okay? So our, our teaching is going to be in a six-part series, okay? We are going to learn two steps every teaching because there's a lot of content in it. And uh, this is how we can make our new year blessed uh, with God's word. And what are the things that we need to keep as resolutions or decisions that we make as part of our life. Okay? And how this could help us as we you know, wait for the new year to come in. Father God, anoint my lips that I speak your word. Let my tongue speak your word and nothing more but your word. Lord. Let your precious blood be upon me. Anoint me from head to toe that every word that comes out of my mouth be only your word. Let no evil force or no satanic obstruction or destruction come our way as we speak your word and work in your kingdom. We all live for you, work for you and do what is your will in our life. Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray that everyone is blessed with this teaching and everyone who listens to the teaching is a blessing to everyone on this earth. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so letter and the ones that are following in the series are going to be equipping us with the fullness of God's provision and blessing in the years that are going to lie, the year that's going to lie ahead of us. Now, this series is all about making the right resolutions. Savio, let me quickly ask you. Are you there, Savio? Yes, Vivek. Have you made resolutions in the past? Every year? Yes, I have made resolutions in previous years. Yeah, you're making in you make it in years, right? And how long does the resolution last? Uh, generally for a, a month or a so. Correct. So. so we all make resolutions. Some say we want to, you know, never want to eat any oily food. 
and we never want to you know just want to diet or someone wants to read a book or someone wants to study some new uh, new course someone wants to read the bible and want to be more spiritual now all this is because we do everything by the flesh okay and there is no spirit involvement it's different because the flesh is something that you know we can try doing things on our own flesh but it does not work when the holy spirit is there things change so today what we want to do is just go through how we can build that resolution based on certain fortified facts of the word of god now many things is the truth as newton clearly said the biggest difference in our life is say suppose you or i or anyone was in a habitual sin nothing has changed okay suppose someone is in a bad habit of watching you know uh, something bad and his life has changed by you know being in the word of god if the word of god has truly touched him he's born again and the spirit of god has touched him now the thing is the same you know you could have the same channels everything is same but there is a transformation in your mind the renewal of your mind is good god's word you know your body is not yours it does not belong to you it belongs to god i cannot allow anything to be done without his permission including my thoughts i give everything to god now this is what is a transformation and this transformation does not allow you to do something which is wrong because you know that i cannot do it not because i don't want to do it but because i love god more than anything else in the world and the holy spirit changes our way of life can someone put an amen to this i put an amen because i truly believe that my life has changed with god's word okay i i truly believe that the word of god is so powerful i read my bible and i highlight it all the time i i always say anyone with the most scribble bible will definitely have eternity praise god because you know that is that is the way it should be we should scribble our bibles don't look at it and keep it you know very clean uh we just want to write what the holy spirit gives us it's important for us to remember that our lives is a transformation with the renewed mind okay and the renewed mind only comes through god's word so many people tell me and i also told caroline today i don't need to read the bible the holy spirit talks to me all the time i don't need to read the bible at all i can go to church come back and that's it that's enough now we are not talking about prayers just for remember one thing brothers and sisters in christ when you move to the next level of your journey it's not about asking for physical and material needs it's moving into a relationship and asking for nothing and having only him in our life and that's all we need we need god as everything in our life because this life is temporary we are not going to hold on to this life forever but what we need to have is christ in our life now once you have your word with you you'll enjoy every part of the day and and, and it's so beautiful you know to have god's word in us uh today as we go through this teaching let's this teaching bless our lives so the foundations for the new year are clear and one thing is there the brisbane prayer group every time the holy spirit teaches us so that our foundations are strong imagine if you're writing a maths exam if you do not have the basic foundation strong you cannot do any kind of problem solving same with accounts or same with any you know kind of study that we do we need a basic kind of you know we need the basic concepts in place the same thing with god's word without his word as a solid rock of foundation in our life okay there's no enemy that could strike us and hit us because god's word is within us it's not outside us in us amen so so this is how we make so we see resolutions or decisions that they determine our attitudes uh so what we have to do is appropriate to make or reaffirm resolutions at this time of the year 
okay the decisions we make will determine our attitude and we know attitude plays a big role in our life our attitudes determine our approach to a particular situation remember two people may have the same problems one will see it as a blessing and move ahead one will see it as a curse and say this is terrible and start cursing everything okay our approach to a situation determines its outcome now whenever there's a storm in our life jesus said rebuke the storm and he was fast asleep whereas his disciples were all worried scaring for their life there is the same storm two people facing it and jesus was truly in the flesh he was actually divine but he was he was tired he was sleeping on the boat but he gets up and just calms the storm and goes he says where is your faith now the point is we may see the same situation but when we have christ in our life someone gave a testimony you'll be peaceful you'll be happy there'll be no anger and you'll be humble humility is one of the best virtues of the holy spirit i pray for it daily i would say that is where the power comes in somebody asked me the other day and said brother how do you get such a powerful anointing how does it all come in and what happens i tell you when i cry bitterly there's a phase when i'm worshiping god when i cry bitterly that's the point when i feel that infilling of the holy spirit till that point it's all about me and me and me but once that very ego and the pride and all of me is melted christ truly comes alive in me and that's when i feel the presence of god the most so once that flesh is truly dead that's when jesus christ come on so praising god is one of the biggest ways because when you praise someone you become less he becomes more so allow any situation you are in if you cannot make a prayer remember to get into praise just leave everything and start praising god just praise god where you are and whatever situation you are let him take control of that situation things will change you'll have a testimony but do not forget to share your testimony because you give glory to god with your testimony now the way you approach a new year will ultimately determine its outcome in life okay if you have not made the right resolutions or the right decisions for this year and we all have made resolutions in the past and kept it maybe for at least how you keep it for a month i keep it for a week i don't know how many days you keep it for uh but this is something that the lord said no you got to teach on this i said okay it's very important that we look at a whole community as a whole now the brisbane prayer uh, the holy spirit brisbane prayer group is a community as a whole it's a family it's everyone together if someone feel pain we all feel the pain if someone puts our testimony we all pray because we want to ensure that you know who was going through anything that's why the prayer group was formed the very purpose was whatever you are going through please share it as a request a prayer request there'll be someone kneeling down and praying for you i shared this with you the other day when i was praying the lord said i will not move vivek without your prayer and i was wondering lord but you can see situations in my life he said i can do nothing till you give me permission i cannot do anything till you pray so remember one thing and this is something let's get it very right here without prayer god does not move he just does not move the heavenly realms don't move nothing moves without prayer now the word of god in our heart will give us that confidence to pray one thing i'll say you can put an amen to this once the holy spirit becomes a part of your life your prayer life will increase you'll be praying much more than you can imagine maybe in the morning you're praying you're praying during the work day you're praying afternoon you're praying evening you're praying you're thanking praising god thinking of scripture on your way back you're praying in the car you're singing hymns you're just you just put a recorded music or worship hymns continuously there's prayer that is increasing you 
if you can see that change put an amen in that is the holy spirit taking over are you getting me the holy spirit is very holy so he wants continuous prayer all the time you'll be wondering how i get up every morning to pray first thing is prayer reading god's word there is prayer and prayer and prayer and prayer so this is how the holy spirit operates someone says how do i know holy spirit is alive in my life i said your prayer life would change 100% and the things you are doing in the past cannot be the same if you are an angry man you would not be an angry person anymore if you are a person who curses and give bad words your mouth will speak blessings and this is truly what happens when the holy spirit comes alive okay today when we see the epistle of the hebrews provides us with 12 pattern resolutions or steps that we go across in the course of this year now we'll as i said we'll present two steps in each teaching because that's important that we digest them not take all 12 at one shot uh so we'll see how each of these 12 resolutions apply to each of our lives um i want to focus on the significance of an introductory phase that is used at the beginning of each of the 12 resolution and the phrase will continue for all 12 okay and the phrase is let us let us is as a community let us it is not let me but let us two important aspects first of all it denotes a resolution secondly each time this phrase appears in the epistle to the hebrews the resolution is in its plural it's not in singular but it's in a plural form that indicates not merely that we have to make certain resolutions but we have to make them together as one community or a family as we call ourselves this is a fact which the holy spirit is emphasizing in a special way to god's people at this time unity is very critical at all times it's all about us remember if you are trying to break so sabio if you break a bamboo stick okay yes. have you ever held a stick and try to break it okay if you hold a, a, a kind of a like a you know like a small stick yes. you can easily bend it and break it right yes okay now yes. you try holding five sticks together is it easy to break no it's not it's more difficult okay we are the bisbin prayer group i mean the whatsapp group has 256 participants is it possible to break if all 256 are together no it's impossible so this is how the devil is he cannot touch us if we are all together remember this and put an amen to that our strength lies in our our community and and all of us being united we are united in christ we are not united in the flesh we are united in spirit and that is why the devil can't touch you why there's a hedge of protection for people of the brisbane prayer group because there's someone getting up in the morning and making a prayer for the entire prayer group so you not only you are being blessed but your family is being blessed by just you being part of it even though you may be silent there is someone who's a warrior who's standing up and praying this is the power of collective prayer that's correct jenny absolutely powerful without a power of collective prayer the devil cannot touch you because there is a hedge being put upon you by someone and that's why being a part of a prayer group especially an anointed prayer group is important so all glory to the lord not to the preacher preacher has no power in this prayer group he is the same like all of us okay it's only the lord who does this and all glory to him that's why it's important that we pray for each other put our testimonies not being feared about what will people say let people say anything you're giving glory to god if you are part of this prayer group they have to adhere to understanding that we are a collective family okay we will put our prayer requests at the same time also put our testimonies amen 
So we are not an independent autonomous unit, but in a very cells, we are dependent on one another. So important that we have, you know, we are dependent on everyone. So when we are dependent on N, we are, we are going to make it through to the fulfillment of God's promise. Okay. We are going to do this together. Now, let me show, let us go to certain verses and start our scripture for today. Let's go to Ephesians chapter four. Now that brings us to the point of let us, Paul says that Christ has set in his church ministries for various basic purposes, the edifying of the body, the equipping of the saints and so on. Then Paul sums up the purposes of this ministry. Let's go Ephesians 4.13. Take me to NIV, please. Now, the, the, we'll always be using the plural form. Okay, Let us. Remember, we are a family and we collectively would like to work together. As I shared with you, try breaking a single stick. You can easily break it. Make it two. It's still okay. Make it 10. It gets tougher. Make it 256. It's still, it's impossible. So when we stand together collectively, it is impossible for the devil to touch us because there's a hedge of protection of the precious blood. And that's why I say, whenever we all get up, let us remember every member and their family of the Brisbane prayer group and pour the precious blood of Jesus Christ upon them. Can we do this for everyone? Can we put an amen there? So when we make our prayers, let us put an amen there so that we remember not just our family, but the others. And today as I was praying, the Holy Spirit says, if you are praying for a job, remember to remember the people who are jobless or people in a similar situation. Forget your situation, think of them. And then your prayer will get answered. Because the moment it's all about me, it's just about me. I'm not bothered about other people who are having a situation. So let's start thinking of people with similar situations. And you see miracles in your life like never before. Okay, we're going uh, Ephesians 4.13. Until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Now, remember the words I used there, until we all, okay? Is remember, it's not until I reach unity in the faith, until we all, and that is critical. So as I said today, this entire six-part series will be about let us. It will start with that. Let us, because there's a collective pattern in this entire teaching. It's all about we. It's not about I or you. It's about us as an entire collective prayer group. Each of us connected we are so different, but one in spirit. Okay. We have that beautiful hymn, Savio, you know, we are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. You heard that hymn? Yes. So it's, we are one in the spirit. Okay. And we are one in the Lord. So that's what this is all about. Okay. Let's go to Ephesians verse 16. Now take me the 16th verse. 4 verse 16. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. You know, one thing that the Lord is putting on my heart now, like you may be, you know, it may be daddy, mommy, you know, the, you know, the first child, the second child, the third child, 
all sit down or kneel down together lift up their hands and make prayers collectively holding hands now tell me how powerful would that prayer be if you are going through a particular struggle in life and you are praying as a family think of that prayer how powerful it is you are one in spirit all believing that the lord will hear you surrender that situation to god and you are holding hands and praying together with one spirit you remember we used our prayer group uses to a great extent matthew 18 19 and we see you know children praying with children i have got so many testimonies one child praying and another child and saying the lord is going to work and let's make prayers together and mountains are being moved by faith okay because god is doing the job it's not us and my point is imagine a praying family that way if we pray together collectively if some of us can realize that brother russell runs such a wonderful powerful session of praying in tongues how many of you are blessed can you put an amen the praying in tongues is so beautiful so much of anointing so much of revelation we have prophecies from god every day we have a message from god straight to us telling us what he wants us to do it's like as if god himself is speak you know my point here is are we taking advantage of all what we are getting you know the lord is giving us all this to us and all glory to him not to brother not to me not to anyone but it's just when you start a day with praying in tongues so beautiful imagine you end the day with the rosary and the divine mercy okay i as i said some people ask me what is your strength like i said my strength is the intercession of mother mary because without her intercession i can't run ministry so i can't do a ministry without her intercession so i ensure that i end my day with the rosary and it's so beautiful so i start the day with praying in tongues end the day with the rosary and obviously my personal study with the word of god where the holy spirit is alive and he you know teaches me all the time but it's important to have this collective prayers you know in the morning it's not about praying in tongues it's interceding for one another praying in tongues is we are praying for the requires of the prayer group you know we lift up each and every request of the prayer group and keep that prayer okay and many of every prayer gets answered so put your prayers on the prayer group we lift each and every prayer up whatever you may be going through the family is one if you are praying for a job don't feel like if i put how will people think just say i'm praying for a job let people lift up that and you'll get a job it's important that we humble ourselves and ask for help rather than say no no it's okay you know i don't need to ask god will hear me so today we are going to learn the power of collective prayers and collective means we are all one okay there's great power in that okay rather than saying i can do it all so the emphasis if you notice in both the verses we read just now is on the collective rather than the individual okay it's all about togetherness at each ligament you know supported by every you know supporting ligament now if you have a body savio can the head say i'm more powerful than the leg no or can the heart say i'm more powerful than the eyes no every part of the body is important because every part plays a role are you yes. getting yes so we in this in this holy spirit brisbane prayer group each of us has a ministry your ministry may be just to bring a prayer you know you may be just praying with someone god has given you that ministry of prayer to bring christ to someone through prayer maybe you preach the word in your own way to somebody that is your ministry maybe you stand up and invite people for christ there are people who do that i really appreciate that ministry of bringing christ fathers i mean what would be your reward in heaven think of it you would not imagine how powerful that ministry is there are other people 
who would be continuously fasting and praying for the requests on their own, kneeling down. We know I know so many people who kneel down, raise those intentions to God, and pray for one another. So this is the power of putting up a request so that it's a collective prayer, not individual. Let's remember it's very powerful when we are part of of a group. The devil cannot attack you when you're part of a collective group because there's a powerful anointing on the whole group. The hedge is very strong. Each of them are together. He'll wait for a time where he could snatch you out, pull you off from the group, keep you sidelined, and then he will attack. But I would say it's important that the word of God is your strength because that is going to help us ultimately in the day of our battle. None of us can escape uh, because we are part of you know, a spiritual warfare daily. But when we are part of a group, we have each of us praying for one another. And that is why today it's all about collective. It's not individual, but all about us. So our entire theme would start with letters, okay? So until we all reach unity is what Paul says, the knowledge of the son of God, until we all become mature, until we attain the whole measure of the fullness of Christ, that's what we read. The implication is clear. We are not going to do it on our own. We are dependent upon our fellow believers. Now, there is so much of power in a believer. Now, many times when you rebuke, how many of you have a, okay, now say this where you really believe it because when you have a fever, Okay, you truly rebuke that fever in the name of Jesus. This is how you would make a prayer. It's just a simple prayer. I speak to you, fever. You have no power and place in my body. I command you to leave just as Jesus commanded and cursed the fig tree. I curse you, fever. Get out of my body. And I know you are gone because you have no power and place in me. I invite the Holy Spirit to come and fill up, fill me with your love. And then you go to sleep and the fever is gone. How many of you have done it and seen a result? I'm talking about it could be fever, cough, cold, pain, headache, anything. And you've seen a result. You put an amen. Because the, the word of God is alive and active. And you as a believer have the power. I just want you to know that. Many times you don't realize if you can stand up to make prayers, it can be very powerful. That's why the prayer group stands by you to pray with you in your situation, okay? But whenever you have a situation, you are equipped with God's word and you are a believer in God, in Christ. So you have to stand up and use the word of God to fight that situation. That is what you learn every Friday. Otherwise, why do you come here if your life is just the same? If you can't command a situation to change, which God wills for you, then he wills your health. Now, if you pray for someone else, then that person says, this is superb. How, how do you know about this? Now, that can only come when the truth in you is so strong. The truth is through God's word, okay? And that's why we have to understand there's power as a believer whenever you make a prayer. So, Hebrew believers had a different background from all, from all the other New Testament believers. First of all, they were free from idolatry, false cults by inheritance through the law of Moses. Secondly, they had a knowledge of the Old Testament scriptures, the law of the Psalms, the Proverbs, the prophets, and the historical books. Thirdly, they were familiar with the temple and its sacrifices and its worship that addressed the very nature of the true God. But in many cases, the Hebrew believers had not benefited from this privilege. On the contrary, they had been lulled into a false sense of security, which was not justified their very spiritual condition. 
Now, as a result of this epistle to the Hebrews contains more solemn warnings against the danger of falling away by drifting, unbelief, negligence, laziness. Now, it's very, very critical as a Christian, the devil wants us to be lazy. He does not want us to make prayers. How many of you truly believe this in the spirit? That the devil does not want us to pray. He says, it doesn't matter. You don't need to pray. God knows everything. He will answer all your prayers. You don't need to pray. Prayer is the most powerful weapon. It's the most powerful weapon of a believer. Along with prayer comes praise and worship. These are your two strongest weapons in your life. Period. Full stop. Okay. If you can choose to make a prayer to God, you can move heaven to work on your behalf when you make that prayer. When you surrender and you start praising God and thanking God, there is power because what happens? You've given God charge of your situation. He takes over. If you, okay, my challenge to all of you, next week you will come back, give this as a testimony. You are in a situation, okay? Whatever your situation may be. Okay, if you can pray in tongues, very good. You can make a praying in tongues continuously. I, I have taught you all. Again, whoever has the gift of tongues, you don't need to pray loud tongues. Just move your tongue in and, and let the Holy Spirit be, you know, continually praying with you. Now, when you pray in tongues, you can also keep your mind saying, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So there's double prayer happening all the time when you keep on praying. But remember, whenever you're in a situation, just if you can do nothing, just say, Hallelujah, praise you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus. Give glory to God like a mad person. That situation will turn for your favor. That very situation you are in will turn in your favor. Give, just try it out and see how powerful it, there is. There's so much of power in praise. Okay, That's why I say when you cannot make a prayer, just start praising God. God will take over that situation. And give glory to God. Remember, testimony is the best time of your life. You stand for God and say, this is my time. I will stand up and give it. Because I give glory to my God. And that's why when you testify, there is so much of power that comes out. And you testify because you're standing up for the living God. And say he's really alive and active in my life. Now, do not get into the false sense that you need to be, you know, you don't need to pray. Okay, someone may say, don't read the Bible. There's nothing more. You just go to church, come back, be a good Christian. That's all you need to have. The word of God is alive and active. The true worshippers will worship in spirit and truth. How can you worship in spirit when there is no word inside you? I want to share with you my word is spirit and my word is truth. So the John 6.63 says the word itself is spirit. And the Lord says true worshippers will worship in spirit and in truth. And the word of God says the Bible is the truth. John 8.32 if you know the truth, the truth alone shall set you free. So when Jesus Christ says, okay, John 4.24. Can you take me to John 4.24? So do not be, the devils would love you not to read the word of God. But remember, reading is not important. We have to move to the next stage. And that is what we got to listen to God's word. He starts talking to us. How many of you can feel God speaking to you when you read the word of God? Can you feel him talking to you? He says, Vivek, and he starts speaking. How many of you have started listening to God's words? This would be really what you've reached that level of what we are asking from this prayer group. 
can you listen to him when you read the word and he starts talking to you every day he's talking to you can you listen to his voice you hear that him today if you listen to his voice harden not your hearts listen to him he's talking speak lord i'm listening you know grant your word down deep in me your servant listen so yeah it's all about listening to his voice and that's important yeah so god is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth now if you tell me that you know okay word of god is important but how if you have to worship in spirit and truth how do you worship in spirit when the word itself is not in you okay john 663 my word is spirit and my word is truth okay i'm just giving you the scriptures to for you to know that without the word of god you can't feed your spirit my words have spoken to you that full of spirit and life because the flesh counts for nothing okay we have done the scripture so just that we have to understand that without god's word i can't get there now let's go ahead i'm going to a very deep part of the teaching now which is important for us do we know that laziness is one of the most dangerous things in our christian life lazy means we are not proactive we are very reactive waiting for situation to come in our life then we pray i'm what i've been like that any of us are like that let the situation come first and then we make a prayer say lord i need you now please but once you get your prayer answered again you go back into the world so i've been always that way i put an amen first myself so there's nothing to fear in putting an amen got my prayers answered go back into the world because i'm so busy making money so much busy into the world that i have no time for god but again a situation comes again i come and again god answers my prayer so it's important for us to realize that we don't have god as just a negotiation we come in whenever you require him so this is called spiritual laziness and it's very dangerous it can drift us away from god certain scriptures that we look at okay hebrews chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 i'm taking this as an example and i'm going to start the two very strong points that we need to have the two steps we must pay the most careful attention therefore to what we have heard so that we do not drift away for since the message spoken through angels was binding and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment how shall we escape if we ignore so great a salvation this salvation which was first announced by the lord was confirmed to us by those who heard him okay the word starts that we must pay the most careful attention it doesn't say we must pay careful attention to what we have heard so that we must not drift away okay it can be so easy for us to drift away when we do not listen to god's word and put it into our hearts okay so this is a message that is coming from god straight to us today i'm going to take you to two more scriptures there are some scriptures but what we can do is take us to hebrews 312 
another scripture there. So I'm laying a very strong foundation for God's word in our hearts for the new year so that we all are truly blessed. Okay. Amen. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. Now, many of us in certain situations, when the situation doesn't favor us, we go out of God. He said, God does not exist. Now, the point here is we have to understand that God is eternal. He does not change. We change. So it's important to remember that an unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, because God is living, his word is alive and active. So see to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. These are warnings given to us that we have to be careful about. Okay, Hebrews 6.12. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. So he's talking about faith and patience. So faith and you've got to have patience. Many times when we make a prayer and the prayer is not being heard, we start, you know, making the wrong confessions and we abort that very prayer that is being answered. So, so, so we have to be careful as practicing Christians to speak our faith and believe with that vision in our heart that it's an answered prayer and hold on to it, knowing that God will answer it and having, you know, God in control of that situation. Very critical to have faith and patience as well. Okay. What is promised. Now, uh, these are scriptures for us to have as a start. Most important is if you look at a situation, many of the Hebrew believers at the time, uh, they enjoyed many special privileges and benefits, okay? But all of them, if you look at their lives, the fruit that God requires from them was not in there because they took it very lightly. There was too much of them uh, towards unbelief. Their hearts were towards unbelief. There was negligence in their prayer and totally laziness. Now, today I'm going to bring up this as a very important part of our life, laziness, Laziness is being very reactive and waiting for situation to come in our life. And then you decide, okay, now I'll pray. Till then, it's okay. God has always been answering our prayer. So it's okay. We'll come back to the Lord. You don't wait for a tragedy to occur and then you make a prayer. You pray so that you are ready to face life the way it is. Because that's the time when the devil will break you into pieces if you are not ready. So we have to be careful with God's word. Use it in our life daily. Do not take a single day break because the devil does not take a break. So we have to ensure that we are on top of our game and have the Holy Spirit always there. And remember one thing, when the Holy Spirit is there, he will wake you up, he will make you pray. How many times has the Holy Spirit woken you up in the night or in the morning and say, come on, pray in tongues? He has done it all the time with me and does it all the time with me. Many times the Holy Spirit, can I please sleep now? He says, no, pray. I said, no, I want to sleep for a little time. He says, no, pray. And that's, I can always feel that urge of praying and praying and praying because the other day you're saying pray for peace in the world there's so much turmoil and you have to pray for peace i said okay father god i tag my, my best friend the holy spirit and we pray as one spirit 
in Matthew 18:19 as i shared with you attack the holy spirit when i cannot pray with someone i attack the holy spirit and we pray together how many of us can attack the holy spirit he's our praying partner he's alive and he's active waiting for us to make prayers you'd be surprised at the amount of miracles that you will see in your life when you start making the holy spirit your praying partner he is the one who authored the bible he is the one who's our praying partner who is in us not outside just say father god i come to the presence in the name of jesus the moment you go in the name of jesus and you say today my praying partner is the holy spirit and we pray together and we are one spirit that's what the word of god says in 1 corinthians 6:17 and make your request known and now make a prayer and see and tell me if your prayer is not answered how easy it is if you know the truth isn't it it's important for us to know the truth and these little things matter in life i tell you your spouse may not pray with you but your praying partner is waiting for you to make the prayer together little simple prayers are always what god moves moves god you see that's why i say pray like a child and that's why the holy spirit is so much inclined towards asking us to pray you don't know what power we have as believers i'll do a teaching one day the power of believer and you will realize that we do not even know what god has given us a blank check you can put whatever you want whichever scripture on that and heaven will answer it that is what we have that's the inheritance that god has given us so let's remember to know that and just use this simple prayer okay start with this praying pattern make the holy spirit your prayer partner go to the father simple prayer go to father this is the way you start father god i come to you in the name of jesus because you cannot enter the holy of holies without the blood of the lamb okay so remember the truth because god is very holy and the holy spirit is holy but he lives in us and he's a gentleman god he does not move till we move him can you just believe this you have got to move god then only god moves god is a creator he knows each star by name each star in the galaxy billions of stars he knows them by name trillions much more than the humanity is the stars and he knows all of them by name and all of them are bigger than planet earth and we are not even a dot but he knows the hair on our head it's impossible to think how the holy spirit can be personal to each of us to every person who is a believer as if he is a personal relationship is christ himself too personal to us it's beautiful make this prayer and come back in the name of jesus and and say holy spirit we pray together today and let your intention be made known to god and and just make that prayer with the holy spirit we both pray in one spirit and see how your prayer gets answered but the most important you need to testify remember to testify because it seals your blessing okay that's important so the first part that we learned now is the first step in our teaching today is let us fear okay now you may say let us fear what do you mean by let us fear now let us look at this let us resolution in hebrews if we did not understand the background of the spiritual condition of the hebrews others you would not understand what happened okay they all became negligent they became lazy they ignored scripture they draft they drifted towards unbelief and this can all happen quickly in our lives stop reading the word of god for four or five days how many of you would know that the devil comes with such such kind of temptations like you never experienced even when you are you know before the word of god how many of you stand with me on this stop reading the word for four or five days and you would feel like you are battled with so much of temptation like what is this and this is true absolutely genuine 
absolutely true. Stop reading God's word and he comes. He waits for a chance when you don't read his word. I tell you, this happens as a believer. When you grow close to the spirit, he needs you to be in the word and the word is in you. When you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask the father in my name, anything blank check and it will be given for you. This is the truth. Okay. Now, when you say, let us fear, what do you mean by let us fear? Okay. The first resolution should be taken as a fact, but in the light of the background that we learned about the Hebrews, we can see it's very, very necessary. Now, we read about this in Hebrews 1, 4, 1. Let's take that scripture again. I think we've taken 2, 1, but let's take 4, 1 now. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. Okay, so because of their presumption, their false security, their laziness, and because they had not availed themselves of all the privileges and the blessings that they had enjoyed in a special degree, this first admonition was let us fear, okay? And it's very important for us to be, can be carried away quickly because you may see, okay, today I'm being blessed. Which day of your life you stop eating foods of you? Never. Yeah. You will every eat day. every day, okay? Every the day. word of God is a spiritual food. If you don't take it, there's, as the spirit become hungry. And do you know if the spirit is hungry, who gets stronger? The flesh. The flesh starts asking for things that you never expected it to ask. You can only bring the flesh in control only because having a powerful spirit. And try it. If you, if you feed the flesh, the flesh becomes powerful. You feed the spirit, the spirit becomes powerful. So there are two parts of us, the spirit side and the flesh side. So you have to be careful with God's word. If you do not have it in abundance, then your, you know, the flesh will take over. And that's why let us fear. Okay. Uh, Another important is the writer to the Hebrews then gave them a specific example of why they should fear based on the experience of the Israelites in their journey through the wilderness from Egypt to the promised land. It's a quotation from one of the Psalms, what God said to Israel in connection with their attitude and their conduct. Remember, they criticized and condemned God. Even though God you know, divided the Red Sea, gave them food, they still criticized, condemned. And many of us are condemning, criticizing. And every day we are saying, what do you God? What kind of God you are? And we are doing it all the time. You've got to be careful. Hebrews 3, 7 to 14. Uh, yes, Javier, I think you need to read this because it's part of the teaching. NIV. So, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation. I said, 
their hearts are always going astray and they have not known my ways so i declared on oath in my anger they shall never enter my rest see to it brothers and sisters that none of you has a sinful unbelieving heart that turns away from the living god but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may may be hardened by sins deceitfulness we have come to share in christ if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end amen it is remarkable to know that god brought remember this god brought the whole generation of egypt by many miraculous wonders and signs nevertheless because of their subsequent conduct of anger and hatred towards god god was angry with them their sense of the warning is do not harden your heart now when the lord speaks to you if you have a hardened heart that's only when you can't hear the lord because he's talking to you through people through destiny helpers to someone or the other he wants your goodness but if you do not want to see him in you know you say no i wanted this way only your voice should be like this only remember we had a sh- sharing with someone remember i shared this uh, a small story of a man who was drowning correct and he says no there was one boat that came and say hey you're drowning why don't i you know pick you up and come in the boat he says no i'll not come god will definitely come and he will save me so the boat said definitely are you sure you can just come we'll take you to the shore don't worry he said no no i have a god he'll come he will take me then came another boat after some time and he was very very in a bad situation and almost going to almost going to die and that boat said oh you are very bad situation throw the rope take come on hold on to it and you know come up we'll take you up and you know take you back to safety he says no my god will save me he will save me because he knows he is my god and he will save me now he says no and then the boat goes up and then he is almost dead he is almost dying and he has absolutely no strength still there was another boat that comes another boat comes in and says oh just come they pick him up and they try to put him in the boat he says no drop me back in my god will save so he says no i will not go with you because my god will come and save me have you heard this audio yes what happens after that he dies yes goes to heaven and he says god where are you when i called you you never saved you your word says when you call upon me i will answer you but i called upon you and never you were never answered my prayer he said who are those three boats that came to you i sent all three of them to help you you couldn't recognize me in the people that came my point here is do we recognize a destiny helper in our life when someone comes to help us sometimes we did a teaching called destiny helpers i'm sure russell can share that teaching if he's there so someone goes through this 
God will send a destiny help on your life for a situation. There are some people, you can put an amen to this. They come in your life, help you and disappear. You don't even get a chance to say thank you to them. They're gone. Okay, you don't know who they were, where they came from and they just disappear. This is how God works. You have to recognize, you may have gone through a very bad patch. There would have been someone in your life who was there during your patch. There are some of them that wait till you come out of that patch and then they leave. So there are people who come in your life. You've got to recognize God in these people. You cannot be saying that, no, no, God, you have to come in your my format. The, it's like the man on the boat. He's dying there in the water. God is sending him one boat or next boat, third boat. He's saying, but God, where are you? I want you to come and save. Can you recognize God in the destiny helpers who come to help you, my friends? If this is the truth, then obviously we are really recognizing Christ who comes truly and helps us. You know, I always, someone asked me, what is the biggest blessing? I said, feed the poor, you know. Whenever you feed poor, God says you're feeding God himself. You're lending to God himself. He will bless you with interest. I would say all of us today, if you are, can feed someone, you know, in India, perhaps you can always, instead of giving money, if you give, give them a meal, see the joy on that person's face who's begging or a person who's homeless. There is joy. Okay, do not do it because, you know, you have to do it, do it out of total love. Christ is in that. When you do it to the least of our brethren, you did it unto me. I think a generous heart is the best thing you would get when the Holy Spirit is alive in you. Okay, I truly believe that. And that is something which will be a big change when we have Christ in us. Now, my point here is, we can be also like the Israelites, or, or you know, like, you know, complaining and grumbling and saying, Lord, where are you? I call you and you're not coming. And he says, I came in this format, this destiny helper, but you ignored him and threw him out. And I came in a format of another person who said, I want to help. No, 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 I'm not interested. God will help me. And then I came in another format. You still ignored me. Many of us, we do not recognize God when he sends these destiny helpers in our life. Okay. They could have been someone who introduced you to the Brisbane prayer group. Someone who said, join this prayer group. And you listen to that voice and today you're blessed. Someone listened to your voice and joined and they got blessed. Maybe not this prayer group, some other prayer group, wherever they have joined or wherever their faith life has changed. Someone was a destiny helper in your life to bring you close to Christ. Do you say an amen to that at least? Someone changed your life. It may have been some destiny helper who came, got you involved and disappeared. Okay, Someone was there to you during your trial, during your sickness, during your maybe having a marriage problem or some issue in your life. Someone came to save you. He came, helped you and went. You couldn't even say a thank you. So there is God and we have to recognize him. He's there with us all the time. Okay. So why should we fear is the first thing. I think the reason is clear in this context. We need to be fearful, very much on the guard so that we don't make the same mistakes as Israelites made in the wilderness on focusing on the externals and missing the real inner essential, which is hearing God's voice. Now, it's very important to listen to his voice, okay? Because when we have a hardened heart, we'll never listen to God's voice. We can't see him and can't recognize him because our hearts are hardened with pride. We want God our way, not the way he wants to come to us. Now, we know this in John 10, 27. Take me to John 10, 27. What does Jesus say?
my sheep listen to my voice i know them and they follow me now this is the clearest and simplest description if you notice of the true christians found anywhere in the new testament when jesus says my sheep he is speaking about those who truly believe in him okay those who acknowledge him as the lord god savior and as the good shepherd of their life he attributes two traits to his sheep they hear his voice and they follow him so they obviously you can't know god alone unless and you have god's word in you and you abide in him and he abides in you so this is about a true christian you hear the lord's voice and you follow him it is not possible to follow the lord if you do not hear his voice so you need to listen to god's voice okay he will speak to you and the pattern of the shepherd and the sheep is clear so very important is to have an intimate personal relationship from the time i started preaching this is the first thing i want to like to share have a relationship with god through the holy spirit he's your best friend if you lose something let's pray so it's it's important i'm just sharing one thing personally in my life my wife uh, had lost one earring the other day and then she says oh, i'm searching searching can't find it i said okay let me pray holy spirit will find it 100% i know that i just made a prayer and i said lord holy spirit you know where it is exactly put it wherever it her hand is and she'll find it and then after within a minute she says she searched somewhere and she says i found it i said i told you the holy spirit knows everything it's not about just finding lost things i sometimes would lose myself to find my christ and it's important for me to have jesus in my life because these things will come and go these little things but it's most important is the relationship with christ okay he says let nothing separate us from the love of christ love of god which is in christ jesus and that is more important so the what we are talking about is let us not miss out on the main thing which is the relationship my sheep read the bible it's a good thing to read the bible if you hear the lord's voice however many people read the bible but do not hear the lord's voice it's essential that you hear what the lord is telling you this word of god is really alive and active how many of you truly believe that the holy spirit is the author of the word of god he will talk to you you have to listen to him what are you trying to tell me holy spirit what are you trying to tell me there is some change he wants in our life he's trying to change us are we able to listen to him he says yes there is one area of my life where there is pride ego i don't want to give up on that area he says i want the change there so there's a big project that is happening when you start reading the word there's one one area of our life that is cracked open and the pride is left out you know it's like he melts that area you know we sang that have spirit of the living god fall afresh on me melt me so melt that area of my life which has too much of pride let him take over so if this was your first step in the year okay accept this as the first resolution that let us fear that we don't make the same mistakes these ralites made let's cultivate hearing the lord's voice this is the first thing let us okay the second one as we start is let us delight be and let us be diligent the second one so second uh, uh, resolution occurs later in the same fourth chapter of hebrews that's 4 verse 11 hebrews 411 can you take me there let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest 
so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. So this is the warning based on the experience of the journey from from the Egyptian from Egyptians through the wilderness. Now the Israelites remember were saved by God. Okay, many of them didn't make it to the promised destination, the rest that God had promised them because of their misconduct and their wrong attitude. Many of us, when we start seeing life going a little hard, we start cursing God, cursing everything, putting all the, you think, you wonder whether the same person is attending a prayer group or what's happening. I shared with you one of the biggest things you'll realize, you don't have to go far away to find out. If you are complaining, if you are criticizing, you know, backbiting, or if you're gossiping or saying something about other person, the spirit of the living God doesn't rest. Okay, the spirit of the world is taking over. It's, it's for easy for us to see what is our mouth saying. The moment your mouth starts speaking, you know what is there, which spirit is operating. If it's the spirit of the world or the spirit of the living God. If God is truly in you, you'll always be blessing others, always be loving others. I shared this prayer. Anytime if someone comes in your mind and this person is hurting you, who has hurt you very badly, take the name of that person and say, I love you in Jesus' name. Okay, and I wish good things in your life. Let the Lord be blessed, blessed your life with every area in your life. Like as Abraham was blessed in all things in Genesis 24, 1, I bless you with all things. Again, the person comes in your mind. Again, you bring up that person and say, I love you very much in the name of Jesus, brother and sister in Christ, whoever the person is. Love that person. Keep on loving, keep on loving, keep on loving. When you keep blessing, you inherit a blessing. I would say that pain slowly moves away. If that person comes in front of you, you will not feel the pain at all because you have always loved in spirit. Do it. It's so it is what is this is the word of God teaching us to do it and takes away that very pain. Otherwise, what happens? We take that wound and continuously hold on to that like coals in our, you know, we are holding on to hot burning coals and that will destroy us. The best thing to do is do exactly the opposite. When a person comes who has hated you or hurt you, love that person. Love your enemies. Let's do it and see how beautiful it is. Life changes. The word of God is truly alive. Don't you feel so? It teaches us something that, you know, no book in this world can teach us. Okay. So one thing is very clear. It was mistake or the tragic mistake of Israel on the basis of the example of Israel's uh, failure. The writer of the Hebrew says that I believe that it's very natural if we really take to heart the dangers of that spiritual condition and we do. In that sense, fear then the next thing we will naturally do is become diligent. So what is diligence then? Let's consider for a moment what diligence is. Sometimes one way, want to find out the meaning of the word, but the best thing to know of diligence is finding out what is the opposite of diligence. Do you know, Savi, what's the opposite of diligence? Lazy. Yes, exactly. It's the opposite word of diligence is laziness. Okay, The Bible does not have one good thing to talk about laziness. It's a theme that does not receive any enough attention in the, you know, in the word of God. Compare this to what the writer of the Hebrews says in chapter 6, verse 11 and 12. So let's do that. 6, verse 11 and 12, I'm talking about laziness. This can destroy us if we, take, if we do not be diligent. Laziness can destroy us. And many of us should not fall a prey to this. So that's why I'm these six, whatever we're going to learn is going to be strong fundamentals. If we are rooted on our fundamentals are strong, our life is built on our rock. Amen to that. We want 
each of you to show the same diligence to the very end so that what you hope for may be fully realized we do not want you to become lazy but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised so the warning in this passage is that we not only need to be diligent but we need to be diligent to the very end we must continue to be diligent okay and the opposite of diligence you know is laziness it is to become lazy not physically lazy but spiritually lazy this is dangerous again let's compare that to what peter says and there's another scripture we have here why am i taking these basic concepts so we know where we stand in our faith okay if someone tells you that you don't need to read god's word that person is a liar that person does not exist from god's word okay because that you know we clearly see 1 john 4 if you read 1 john 4 you'll realize that the spirit of the antichrist does not accept jesus christ in the flesh so someone will tell you don't read the word of god it's not important you live a good christian life by not reading god's word god is there all the time we have to be he says if you abide in me and my words abide in you this is what he says and think of only one scripture which comes to me all the time john 15:5 without me you can do nothing so without god's word i can do nothing keep that in and remember that without his word i am nothing and i can do nothing okay these are basic fundamentals this helps us to grow strong in our faith that even if somebody comes you know voting against us and saying something to us we'll just be so calm like a cucumber they will get angry and go away they say what's wrong with this person i'm saying abusing words and this person is blessing me where are you going which study bible study let me meet that preacher so you know and my point is it is not about the preacher it's about the holy spirit who changes us who changes our attitude because we realize what the person can speak we we take control of our tongue and only bless amen praise the lord 2 peter 1:5 verse 7 every scripture is important so we i'm sure jane would make notes share this with you vivek is it 5 to 7 yeah 5 to 7 for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness <clears throat> and and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self control and to self control perseverance and to perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and to mutual affection love okay so what happens here in one version it talks about uh, diligence when you use the word diligence but here what we are basically saying in this whole thing is that you see the christian life is not a static condition we can't be static okay it's a life of adding a life of growth and in progress 
truly you need to be growing none of us who come here to the brisbane prayer group can say i am the same when i joined also and today also i'm the same you have truly not blessed been blessed because you chose not to be blessed you chose not to pick up the word of god and start reading the anointing is the same in every one of us there's so much of power in god's word so much of power when you start reading his word you know you are not worried about the little things of life you're just one with him and there's joy and there's there's peace that surpasses all understanding so lord we are so worried with, with our jobs our finances our incomes lord says if one job goes i'll open another 10 jobs how many of you truly believe that god can open doors for us when one door closes 100 more doors will open and it can happen in every part of our life if we truly give it to god so it's so important that we remember the christian life is not a static life it's a life of growth and it keeps moving so it's a life of adding a life of growth and of progress to be static in a christian life is black slide you're going behind not in front and that's why the verse eight take me to verse eight now for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our lord jesus christ take verse 9 as well but whoever does not have them in near sighted is near sighted and blind forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins so would you believe that's possible that somebody could be cleansed from the past sins and then forget that it ever happened but scripture indicates that is possible peter really sets before us two alternatives the one is to be effective and productive in our knowledge of the lord jesus christ the other is to be ineffective and unproductive with the condition that he describes as being near sighted blind the true words of peter continues actually if you take it go further 10 and 11 it makes it very clear verse 10 and 11 therefore my brothers and sisters make every effort to confirm your calling and election for if you do these things you will never stumble and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our lord and savior jesus christ now it's very important to remember one thing you came alone and you leave alone okay christ is the only relationship which is the only relationship that is permanent okay and that is very important for us to remember that okay everyone we met on this earth planet earth our spouses our children our parents our siblings our friends all these were we met met here but there was one who was a creator and that relationship will always be the same so remember one thing to grow in that relationship so when we reach eternal life to be absent in the bodies to be present with christ is what paul says so we have to remember one thing unless we have christ as our lord and savior this beautiful relationship is you know you come home and share with your spouse you know you know what a wonderful day i had and today when you have wins with the holy spirit how many of you say wow holy spirit we got this deal together you know you made a prayer and you said lord Holy Spirit, we pray together, and I get this deal. I'm praying that you know this particular you know client says yes, 
or this particular deal goes through or this particular problem gets solved and you know and the boss comes and says hey do you know vivek it's solved the problem is solved and the deal has gone through you say yes please pray. thank you thank you thank you jesus thank you you know that logging of your heart is so much this wow this is somebody with me and then you know when you cry the holy spirit feels crying as well because you know there's someone who grieves with you understands you the way you are let's understand that our relationship it matters more than anything in this life with the lord through his holy spirit and that's only possible when the word of god is fed in in our heart because the holy spirit will always start making us pray you know and that's so beautiful that we have that good news of christ in our heart uh we can do something to guarantee that we never fall and then we have a rich welcome in the kingdom of god is what he says basically we are warned against laziness is what we are warned against by peter and this is what he mentions and i am deeply concerned about the lack of concern in in basically in our christian lives we don't take this very seriously laziness is not considered a big problem many times people talk about drunkenness i'm um, obviously we pray for people who are drunk and we say no that drunkenness is terrible but uh, it is more dangerous to be a christian who may not be drunk but very lazy in his christian life because the more you are lazy spiritually lazy that could be terrible because that is where you know there's a big problem because you're gone away and backslided instead of going ahead you're gone behind there are some people who take away people from the prayer and put them back into the world okay you may have started a great faith and then someone takes you out of this and puts you back in the world and then you instead of going in front you're going behind all your sins come back to you and you feel wow i'm better off here in the world you don't realize that you're going behind and then you you just the holy spirit grieves and cries there was wonderful relationship that started off because we have to remember one thing make jesus christ the lord and savior do not look at people they'll come and tell you 100 things look at the story of job you know his friend said you must curse your god and die he says as long as i live i live for the lord not die for him his words were to god and he only glorified god at the end god blessed back his life and gave him you know much more than he had at the start one of the best books to read in the bible is the book of job if someone has done it is a true blessing to understand that wonderful book how we go through the job situations in our life and how god gets us out of us our part in the blessing to help us consider more of what is involved in diligence let me take two beautiful scriptures from the book of proverbs that have been a guiding light in my personal experience as well they sum up the two conditions of for true riches or enduring wealth one condition is on the lord side and the other condition is on our side take me to proverbs 10:22 the blessing of the lord brings wealth without painful toil for it now i'll tell you one thing people think that you know if you want to be rich you can be doing it on your own strength everything is you need god's hand of favor on your life his hand of favor means he works for you unexpected blessing comes your way 
because you have God's hand on your life. His blessing is upon you. And do you know when we claim this, we have that blessing on us, all of us, because we are true believers. We believe because Jesus Christ did the job for us. We get the blessing of God. Now, I'll share one thing before we close today. You cannot buy salvation by your works. And many of us think that if I work, if I prove that I'm a good person, if I do this, this God will bless me. You can't. You cannot be good to be blessed. You cannot earn what was done by Jesus Christ on the cross. He has paid it in full. You cannot do something and say, God, because of my work, bless me. Many times we say, see, I did so much, God, bless me. Our point here is that you are already in the state of grace. and Believe that the blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful toil for it. You don't have to work for it. He blesses you. When his blessing is upon you, you will be blessed all your life. You will have plenty. Amen to that. You will have plenty all your life. Never lack. Always plenty. Full. Full measure. Okay. Full measure to the entire Brisbane Pride Group. In Jesus' name. Full measure. <clears throat> so the great primary condition for true riches, spiritual and otherwise, is the blessing of the Lord. We cannot count on anything really good apart from the blessing of the Lord. On the other hand, the blessing of the Lord by itself is not sufficient. What is our part in that? Okay. So let's get to our part. Proverbs 10 verse 4. You can take me to NASB. Do we have? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You can read that one. I wanted the word diligent. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. So lazy hands make for poverty, but a diligent hand brings wealth. Okay, this is how the Lord. The first of all, the blessings of the Lord make rich. Second, the hand of the diligent make rich. It takes what you know. If you ask me, what does it take? It takes the Lord's blessing plus our diligence to attain true wealth. Okay, Lord has to bless and our diligence. Okay, remember we are a true partner with God. Okay, and unless this happens, things don't change. I was sharing with Russell the other day, and I was saying that think of any miracle. That took place. Jesus was healing a blind man. Okay. He asked the blind man, what do you want me to do for you? Correct, Savin? Yes. He could have just said, your blind man healed. Heal the blind man. Now the blind man said, I want to see. Yes. He says, go, your faith has made you whole. Now Peter and John were at the gates of beautiful. Correct? Yes. Now when that person who was paralyzed, he, he said, silver and gold I do not have, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. If Peter had not to pick up the blind man, the, the man who was crippled, would that man walk? No. When you pick up that, when he picked up that person, that's when the Holy Spirit acted. Now, when I pray for the gift of tongues, many of you want the gift of tongues. Do you know, unless you move your tongue, the Holy Spirit can't take over. So if you say, no, no, it will not happen, it will not happen. You need to move the tongue in faith and then we make a prayer and that's when the Holy Spirit activates that gift. Same with the other gifts, the gift of prophecy or any spiritual gifts that you're looking for. Unless you believe you receive it, the first thing is the desire of your heart. If you do not have a desire, you don't get the gift. You need to have a desire like a child. Lord, I want the gift of prophecy. I know I'll use this for your glory, for your kingdom. He will bless you with that gift. Now, the desire has to be yours that you will be, you'll start praying in tongues. The first gift in, that, in the spiritual realm is the gift of tongues. Because that's the only gift pay you have control over the tongue. 
and the Holy Spirit partners with it. All the other gifts, all the other eight, we talk about the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, the eight of them are all you know, directed by the Holy Spirit. It is only the gift of tongues where you, know, you have control over the tongue. You agree, Savi? Yes. Okay, so we need to pray for that. Okay, remember to have a desire in your heart for any spiritual gifts and then obviously make a prayer and you get it. Okay? But remember, every spiritual gift is used for ministry purpose, not for our selfish gain. Okay, so, so the Lord's blessings upon us and remember we receive the blessings upon the, of the Lord in our lives and his hand of blessing is important and a diligent hand brings wealth. So it's a partnership. We need to work hard as well. God will bless the work of our hands. It will not accomplish its purpose in your life unless you add to it your own personal diligence. So if God blesses us, but you say, I don't need to work, it's okay. Blessings will come on my lap. It will fall in. God expects you to do. If he blesses you your job, he'll give you promotions because he has blessed you there. You need to work and put your hand as well. You need to work as well. A good way to express that diligence should be the following. In every situation where you have a responsibility, leave it in a better condition, spiritually, financially, in every obvious way. First and foremost, thank the Lord for his blessing. But to add to that your own diligence, these two things will bring spiritual riches. So without the Lord's blessing and without our movement or our hand of moving. Now you have a wonderful job. God has blessed you. God gave me wonderful positions in my life. And he helped me in that. In every area, he blessed me. Even here, he has blessed me. And I'm, I'm just saying all my life, he blesses me because I know He's, he's so real. He keeps blessing. So, but unless and until I also do my part of diligence, I cannot expect God to just say, oh, your hand of blessings upon me. So it's important that we also do our part and, you know, thank and praise God for it. Now, in every letter, as we learn every teaching, we are going to learn two things. Today, we learned about diligence and let us fear. Okay, there are two parts that we learned. In our spiritual life, we learned about spiritual laziness and how dangerous it can be, we can backslide and go away from it. Very importantly, I want someone who wants to pray with me, a small prayer today, but a prayer of salvation. I believe truly if we have Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of our life, things will change. So let's have him back again. And Savio, we'll make this small prayer of just one minute. So we'll just pray. Let's close our eyes and repeat this. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I know I am not perfect. I know I am not perfect. I know that I am a sinner. I know that I am a sinner. But today I turn away from my sin. But today I turn away from my sin. I run into your arms, Jesus. I run into your arms, Jesus. Wash me in your blood. Wash me in your blood. Fill me with your spirit today. Fill me with your spirit today. I turn from my sin. I turn from my sin. And I say, Jesus. And I say, Jesus. I declare with my mouth. I declare with my mouth. And believe in my heart. And believe in my heart. That Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. Over my life. Over my life. Over the world. Over the world. Over the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. Over the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. Over the church. Over the church. 
and over every person who I am committed to in my life. And over every person who I am committed to in my life. And I thank and praise you, Jesus. And I thank and praise you, Jesus. From this day, from today. From today. You are the Lord God and Savior of my life. You are the Lord God and Savior of my life. I truly love you. I truly love you. And I give my life to you. And I give my life to you. Take my entire body, soul and spirit. Take my entire body, soul and spirit. And take all the situations of my life. And take all the situations of my life. And turn them for the good. And turn them for good. I want to have a relationship with you, Jesus. I want to have a relationship with you, Jesus. Speak to me. I want to listen to your voice. Speak to me. I want to listen to your voice. And give me a hunger to read your word. And give me a hunger to read your word. I thirst for your living waters. I thirst for your living waters. Renew my mind with your word. Renew my mind with your word. And with you, Jesus, my life will never be the same again. And with you, Jesus, my life will never be the same again. I'm sorry for all the mistakes and every sin that I have committed. I'm sorry for all my mistakes and for every sin that I've committed. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Forgive me, Lord Jesus. Wash me with your precious blood. Wash me with your precious blood. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. And fill me with your Holy Spirit. Today, when you speak to my heart. Today, when you speak to my heart. I will not harden my heart. I will not harden my heart. But listen to your voice. But will listen to your voice. I am the sheep and you are my shepherd. I am the sheep and you are my shepherd. I listen to your voice and follow your instructions, Jesus. I listen to your voice and I follow your instructions, Jesus. And I'm a blessing to everybody around this planet Earth. And I am a blessing to everyone around this planet Earth. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Please share this teaching with everyone. If you're truly blessed, please remember to invite others for the Brisbane Prayer Group. Next Friday, we have the second part. We are going to do six-part series. We're going to have our base so strong that we nobody can touch us, okay? This is how powerful you're going to be in the spirit. Please keep me in prayer as well and all the people who work for the Brisbane Prayer Group. Thank you very much and we pray for each one another. God bless. Good night from here. Bye, Savio. Bye. 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 Bye.